What up, boozers? Welcome to Booze E Banter, a podcast where we take a topic and pair it with a drink. My name is Justin, and this week I want to get into boundaries, self worth, how that goes hand in hand with last week's episode. So if you haven't heard it, definitely go back and give it a listen. And honestly, boundaries are different for everybody. But with this episode, I hope you kind of learn as I learned or kind of open your eyes to how boundaries play into every moment of your life, every aspect of your life. It doesn't have to be just boundaries with people. It's boundaries that you have with yourself. It's the amount of energy that you want to give to something. Okay, let's pregame boozers. My intention for you guys in this pregame segment here is really for you to kind of learn or I don't know if I want to say learn, but to see how I learned, how boundaries are so important, how they impact our relationship with ourselves as well as others, and really how kind of fucking fascinating it is how you really don't learn what boundaries are really until you're older and how important it is to learn it early in life as opposed to later in life because without really clear boundaries it just causes so much shit for yourself it get it gets you in shitty situations i know it's gotten me in shitty situations so Let's fix our drink. This week, I'm very proud of this drink. It's the it's the chocolate peppermint martini. So, so freaking good. And I feel like it's so appropriate for this month and this topic because when I think of chocolate and like peppermint, it it just it's comforting and like we're we're in the month of Christmas if that's what you're about. Um but it's just that season where it's like freaking cold outside. You want to be inside. You want to be warm and in a blanket, um, drinking something warm. Now, I don't know if this drink would be good warm because I prefer my alcohol cold. But if you want to warm it up, let me know how that goes. Hit me up. <laughs> so this drink, right? Pretty easy to make. I was very proud of that part. It's Really, all you need is a chocolate liquor, liqueur, a peppermint liqueur, and a cup of chocolate milk. Non-dairy is suggested. I have almond chocolate milk, and you guys will find out why. But you'll need that, and then crushed peppermint, candy canes, and that's really just for the garnish around the rim of the glass. (laughs) And I'm going to tell you guys how much I struggled with that in just a bit. So if you hear my dog in the background, he's been bored in his kennel all day. I feel so bad. I didn't come home on my lunch break today. I had a little meeting, so he's a little stir crazy. So sorry if you hear him. All right. So what you want to do is grab a shaker. Um, It's not really necessary, but if you want to be extra like me, get yourself a shaker. Also get a measuring cup, just one cup worth, uh, to measure the milk. And then also, you can use a shot glass. if you, It doesn't have to be exact, but what you'll do is pour the milk in first. That's important. And then you'll do a half shot of the peppermint liqueur. And then for me, I did a 
and this is what the recipe calls for, a full shot of the chocolate liqueur. So I did that full shot of the chocolate Godiva liqueur. Now, <laughs> so what I mentioned, the crushed uh, peppermint, right? So I initially tried it with a candy cane, and it was, it was rough. And what I ended up having to do with the help of my cousin is we decided to throw in the peppermint into a Ziploc bag. So from there, <laughs> Tiffany uh, used her boots to step all over it and to crush it up that way. So it's effective, but not really the best for the poor people that live underneath me in my apartment complex. So to avoid that from happening, what I figured out the next time that I made the drink was... Throw in the peppermints. So that time around, I used just like the little circle mints instead, which I got from H-E-B. If you don't have an H-E-B, um, since if you're not in Texas, I'm sorry. But um, once H-E-B got those and threw like five of them into the Ziploc bag. And basically how you break up ice that's in a bag, that's what I did with the peppermint. So I had it in a Ziploc and I just kind of like slammed it against like the counter. And it broke apart really easy, so do it that way. Now, in the article from The Drink Recipe, she kind of talks about how it didn't really garnish very well on the rim of the glass, and I definitely had that issue as well. Uh, she used water. I tried to use simple syrup to get it to stick better. Didn't really make a difference. Um, so I tried it again with water, and the peppermint just... It looks kind of gross, like it kind of melts a little bit after a while. Um, so I, I would say if you're going to do this to kind of show off, do it quick and use a lot of peppermint. So I didn't. I used like five, use a lot. That way it kind of coats the rim of the martini glass really well. A little bit about this drink. So I definitely like doing that for you guys, kind of like talking about the drink itself and little details here and there. But I found this... Uh, website Growing Up Gable, which is where I got the drink recipe and ingredients from. It's growingupgable.com. Um, anyway, so last week's wine pairing really just got me so into my feels. So in the spirit of self-love, I decided chocolate was the best way to go. And it's perfect for the holidays in December. So you're welcome. <laughs> All right. Now, big tip. Before you put this on pause to go to the store and get your ingredients, it calls for chocolate milk, but you should know that because I sure as hell didn't, milk will curdle if not mixed correctly with alcohol. Lucky for me, my body doesn't handle dairy well, so I was very happy to learn that chocolate almond milk is better as the option to use. So... Feel free to use chocolate coconut milk as well. That's definitely an option. Also, if you decide you want to risk regular milk, it's better if you use full fat milk because according to this website, lower fat milk curdles easier. You're welcome. Also, <laughs> when mixing it all together, put the milk first, then add the alcohol. Otherwise, odds are it'll curdle. So fun info. I love making things that aren't super healthy sound healthy. So, and it's actually kind of like an ongoing joke with me and my coworker Christina. Hey, shout out, girl. So, we <laughs> we joke with candy, right? Because we work in an office, and it's just like candy is 
I don't know, like something that we just keep in the office. I guess it just keeps us going. Whatever. We have to make up a reason why it's okay for us to eat it. And especially homegirl because she's on these diets and like keto and intermittent fasting, all those things, all the things. So she has to really watch candy, right? Well, anyway, we decided that anything with peanuts is healthy. And also chocolate comes from, I guess, like a fruit or vegetable. Therefore, it's healthy. So we're like, it's fine. It has protein. It's There's peanuts in there. It's good for you. So we say shit like that. Anyway, what I'm going to say about this drink to make you feel better about it is, so since we are including peppermint in the mix, here's some facts that will make you feel healthier while you sip with me. Peppermint is used to treat a variety of health concerns. To name a few, headaches, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, nausea, digestive issues, and my favorite, heartburn, which I hella suffer from that. And according to www.healthline.com, so I was going to get into the history of the drink, but decided to go with the health benefits of chocolate instead, even though we aren't really using dark chocolate. Maybe we did. I didn't really read into the Godiva bottle. <laughs> I decided that I would convince myself that the Godiva chocolate liqueur is made with it. So now it's just that much more healthy, you guys. All right. So also from the same website I mentioned uh, earlier, there are there are seven proven health benefits of dark chocolate. I'll highlight a few. It's a powerful source of antioxidants, just like the one that we discussed in the last episode, which disarm free radicals, which are bad. They're like kind of like the byproduct of a chemical reaction, and it's not good for you, but it happens all the time within the body. So free radicals cause you know cancer as well as many other diseases. So if you've ever heard that Dark chocolate is good for preventing cancer. Now you know why. Also, it may improve blood flow and lower blood pressure. Because of that, it leads into another benefit, which is improved brain function. That's also improved because dark chocolate contains caffeine. So, duh. All right, so let's zip this shit. Oh my god, it's so good. I actually, I had made this yesterday for my cousins who, um, for my cousin who came over. Um, we like to watch a show every Wednesday. I'll cook for her and my other little cousin sometimes. And we'll just chill, watch TV, watch a show together. Anyway, sometimes I decide that I'm going to hook her up with a drink. So it's usually the drinks that I do for this show. So I got to have her try this peppermint chocolate martini with me. And, oh my God, I loved her reaction. She said it reminded her of the men from Olive Garden. So I was like, yes, it really does though, now that I think about it. Anyway, super good. Okay, so as we sip together here, there's a lot of things that I want to hit on in no real particular order, but here we go. So I want you guys to start paying attention to what your days look like, um, Because when I started to pay more attention, I started to realize where I lack in boundaries, where I lack in self-love, and where I lack in self-worth. So it really just takes a moment of your time. You know, I do it before bed. Whenever you have downtime to just really self-reflect 
I want you guys to start thinking about who you interact with, what conversations you have, and what your day just overall looks like. How do you start your day? How do you talk to yourself throughout the day? And yes, we all talk to ourselves. Like, it's that voice that's keeping you going. It's that voice that keeps you from slapping somebody when they say something stupid. It's the same voice that tells you to not trust that person. It's that voice that tells you you're better than this. Like, don't take their shit anymore. So talking to yourself in that sense, pay attention to what you're saying because it it really does impact every aspect of your life. You know, what you say to yourself starts to spill into how you actually treat others. Um, So pay attention to that. And when I say who you interact with, like who are the people that you surround yourself with? Because if it's nothing but people who are full of drama, who are always talking shit about other people, who are just really not the type of person you want to be, that really shouldn't be your circle. Like, You should aspire to hang out with people that you aspire to be like. Because life is just an ever-changing, growing experience. We're always changing. We're always growing. So why not hang with people who push you to become a better version of yourself? I know that's what I prefer to hang out with. I prefer to hang out with people who... Teach me new things, um, take me to new places or, or things like that. Help me develop as a person, um, as opposed to people who are just down all the time, drama, like, no thanks. What conversations do you have? When you have conversations with these people, even the conversations with yourself, like I said earlier, but the types of conversations that you're having with people, are they always depressing? I mean, like... Are you always downing somebody else or yourself? Just talking negatively about the way you look, about things that you did or said. Now, the real reason why I want you all or suggest that you all start paying attention to that is because it starts to show how much you value yourself and what you're willing to put up with. So if people see you hanging around this circle who's full of a bunch of negative people who are always talking badly about others, they're going to assume that you're full of drama, that you're that person that they may not even want to be involved with. So that's where your worth steps in, right? You start to see that you're worth more than these types of conversations. They're not really adding to your life. I mean, yes, okay, I can see how gossip is fun sometimes, but I know for me and my best friend, Aaliyah, we've grown out of that. And now what we talk about is our spirituality, how we're developing as people, what our goals are for the future, what we're doing in that sense. And that is such a better conversation. And at the end of our conversations, we feel so, I don't know, like almost like invincible. We feel like we're about to go chase after our dreams and get shit done. So it's always a really good experience having conversations like that as opposed to those conversations with people who are just talking negatively all the time. I mean, really, how do you feel when you walk away from that type of conversation? Do you feel good about yourself? I know when I had friends like that, it always ended up feeling like bad. Like I never really felt good after those conversations. 
And when I say, you know, Aliyah and I grew out of that, it's true. We grew out of it and we learned boundaries. And for me, applying boundaries to that particular situation was me saying, I am no longer going to surround myself with people like that. Instead, I'm going to surround myself with people who empower me, people who are passionate about their lives and their goals, people who motivate me to do better, to improve myself, to continue to do the things that are difficult. Because change is hard. Change is always going to be difficult, and it's uncomfortable. But that's what life's all about. You're only going to grow if you put yourself in uncomfortable situations and boundaries is <laughs> when you start to implement boundaries in your life, it's going to be a hard process. It's not something that's, it's honestly a constant battle. It's something that you will struggle with constantly. I know for me, and you know what, for almost anybody who's really, really nice, that person that you know, who's really nice, they struggle with boundaries because they, like myself, want to give their all to you. They want to do everything that they can for you. And I had to learn that that's a disservice to myself because me giving all that attention and love to somebody else was taken away from me. And I should have been giving that back to myself. And that's why you set boundaries. Um, Yeah, you can do what you can for your friends, but you got to set a limit and say, you know what? I need this day to myself. I'm reserving today or this time for me. Let me get back to you. Can we hang out this day? You know, can we do this another time? That's boundaries. Uh, It's, you know, that friend that always wants to go out and party and drink. And you know, you got to be up early for work the next day. And yes, you know, you want to go out drinking. But the boundary there is my job and my sleep come first. I'm putting myself first. And that shows self-love for you. You're setting those boundaries and you're doing better for yourself. So that's a good way to start practicing boundaries. And then once you start practicing it, you can start applying it to other things like how much energy am I going to put into social media? When am I going to set that boundary to stop scrolling, to stop looking at other things? Because what we see, and, and this was something I came across and it stuck with me ever since I saw it. Putting What we put into our bodies is so much more than what we eat. It's what we listen to and what we see. It's who we surround ourselves with, our circle of friends, right? So what I think of social media is that I want to start using that as a resource. I don't want to use Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Tumblr, all the things... So that way I can start feeling self-conscious, you know? I I know there's so many fitness profiles out there, so many dudes that post themselves with, you know, without (laughs) just like shirtless or whatever. And yeah, they have over a thousand, whatever, 5,000 followers. But if that's not where you're comfortable, like let's say you don't have that kind of body and you don't feel comfortable with putting that out there, what does that do to you? I know for for me, when I wasn't comfortable with my body, it made me feel super uncomfortable because, I, I mean, who doesn't want a thousand followers on Instagram? And I mean, yeah, okay, there are people who don't, but if you're trying to be an influencer, it, it, it almost makes me feel like the only way I'm going to get that number of followers is by 
you know, shedding clothes and being half naked. And that's not right. That's not the way I'm going to go about that. But that's when I decided to switch up who I follow. What do I fill my body with, right? So social media is now a resource for me. And you can make your social media resource. Go through your followers. Go through your friends. And start deciding, you know what, I'm going to start following entrepreneurs. I'm going to start following uh, health and wellness coaches. I'm going to start following people who are spiritual leaders. And now when I scroll through Instagram, it's nothing but positive quotes, uh, self-love quotes, uh, motivational things. And I share that with my followers on Instagram because if it's resonating with me, maybe it'll resonate with you. And I'm not going to be that other account that you're following that just makes you feel self-conscious. Instead, I want to be that account that you follow that empowers you. So that's another thing that you can start thinking of. And then as far as the music you listen to, music is another thing. But for me, what music does for me is it helps me get into a frame of mind, whether that's... And, and that's why you hear about workout playlists. And so many athletes use music as a way to, you know, get into that mindset, get in that zone. It's even, I think it's even been proven. I was watching a documentary on Netflix that music helps athletes perform better. So for me, you know, I'm getting ready to go out. So I'm going to pull out the music that makes me feel confident in myself, makes me want to dance. And I mean, as you guys know from a prior episode, I love dancing. So... I'm going to listen to that music. You're not going to go listening to sad, depressing music before you go out. I mean, for what? Then what's the point of going out? Just stay home. But start paying attention to that as well. It's not just boundaries with the people around you, but it's also boundaries with what you're putting into your body, into your soul, into your spirit. That that matters because the more that we ingest, that makes us question our worth, question our value, make us feel less than, it's not healthy. It's really not healthy. Because while, yes, self-love and practicing self-love is taking care of your physical health, a big part of it is also practicing self-awareness and reminding yourself, okay, what am I really doing this for? Am I doing this just because I really just want to make that a post to get likes? Or am I really just trying to take care of my physical health? Um, A lot of things that are part of self-love are, and this is coming from the millennial.therapist Instagram page, she says there's several examples of self-love. So making time for rest, which is kind of what I mentioned earlier with boundaries. So you start to see how boundaries play right into self-love. When I mentioned this earlier, it was to say, okay, I got to tell this individual, hey, no, I can't go out. I got to show myself love. (laughs) And you you could just say, okay, I I just really got to rest. I'm tired. Um, It's prioritizing your needs above others, you know, putting yourself before your friends. And that's okay. If you're needing permission, take this as your permission now. I'm giving you the permission to put yourself first and say no to your friend, say no to your family because you matter. You, you matter. You're worth it. You're worth that no. Because if your mind and heart aren't aligned for it, then what good is your participation in whatever it is? What's the value there? Because you're not really giving your full self. 
you're half-assing it. <laughs> I know when I really don't want to do something, I don't give it my best effort. And setting boundaries has helped me to make sure that my heart and mind are aligned in what I'm going to do. And not only that, but I've given myself the time to make sure that I can give that thing my all. All right, so I have one more example of setting really good boundaries. And this is a big one because I feel like a lot of people don't realize how important this is. So uh, my best friend is a very, very talented dancer and cheer coach. And in his line of work, there are times where his talents are taken advantage of and he's not compensated, things like that. Well, he's talked to me about this before and told me how he stood up for himself and said that he would only do certain things if he would be compensated correctly for that. That in itself to me was a huge boundary that he set for himself in a professional way. And so again, boundaries aren't something that come into play necessarily in just relationships, but when it comes to what you listen to, all those things, but also in the workplace. So that's another good example of setting a boundary. Now, I do want to also mention this because what I'm about to get into here, because without healthy boundaries, people walk over you, they take advantage of you, and then they kind of treat you less than, right? But if you've noticed, people who are confident end up having really good relationships because they're confident in themselves, they have that self-love, and they have boundaries. And then when you have those things, you also start to bring in respect. You're, you respect yourself, therefore other people will respect you. And that sets the foundation for a really, really healthy relationship. But I found this on Instagram from the Narcissist Recovery Instagram page. So they posted... The reason why so many potential relationships fail is because people are broken yet still try to date. Healing requires isolation and most people haven't conquered the battle of being alone. So I had mentioned this in the last episode how I found it hard to give myself the attention and love, but it was easier for me to give that to other people. So this steps right into being alone and Something that we don't realize is that we need to be okay with ourselves and be our own retreat to go back into ourselves and basically retreat into ourselves and and be our own sanctuary, be our own safe space, be that person basically that we ask, hey, is this really what I'm about? You know, when you go through life's situations, choices, battles that you have to make, taking that inner reflection to say, hey, is this really what I stand for? Is this really what I'm about? Before saying something like, oh, well, I just really like this person, so sure, fuck it, even though it goes against what I really believe in. You should be able to turn into yourself, ask yourself these questions, and turn to yourself as if you're your own sanctuary. You know, you need to be okay with just being alone because if you're not, then there's a lot of healing that you have to do. I know that's that was my situation. I didn't want to be by myself because I knew that when I was alone, the thoughts of issues that I never really addressed 
would come to the forefront and I would have to address it then. And it's scary. It really, really is scary when you have trauma and issues that you have to address and heal. But those moments where you're alone, when you're truly by yourself and you can finally reflect on the thoughts that are coming through your mind, that's when you can really address, okay, what's going through my mind? What are the traumas here that I need to address? What deep down has to be healed? Once you get to that level of healing yourself, being okay with being isolated, then you can really say, I'm comfortable being alone. Now I can finally be the support to somebody else and have that healthy relationship. Because, and I was just having this conversation with another friend of mine. Um, shout out, Javi. Hey. <laughs> uh, we we're just talking about how we feel relationships should be. So I'm going to pull up that conversation right now. I posted on my story on Instagram a quote from Stephen Maraboli. Quote, I find the best way to love someone is not to change them, but instead help them reveal the greatest version of themselves. And so I had told my friend, this to me is how relationships should be, right? Like when I find the person I want to empower with all my heart to improve themselves, then I found my life partner. And he told me, 100%, it should be a partnership where both push and encourage each other to be the best versions of themselves. Even when it gets uncomfortable and challenging, that's where the growth happens. That's what we need to build, that empire. And I just responded, I was like, amen. (laughs) But honestly, like, it's so true. Once you've healed your traumas, now you can work on that growth. You can set those healthy boundaries. You can start showing yourself that real love. And when you start to do that, you'll realize that people start to respect you, start to understand that they can't walk all over you and take advantage of you anymore. And that's when you can finally attract the person that you're meant to attract, which brings me to another quote. So the Law of Attraction Live 999 Instagram page posted, I am creating the love I desire in my life by first giving it to myself. As I learn to love myself more and more, I will attract people into my life who will also love me. I am attracting what I want in my life by first being what I want. So as we get into the refill segment here, (laughs) which I did go ahead and grab me a refill. Cheers, boozers. Oh, this has been my favorite drink, but I'm still a whiskey fan, so I'm probably going to have another whiskey drink coming up. <laughs> but in this refill segment, I want to touch on a few things that I went over before in this episode. So let's, let's remember how we go about our day, what we say to ourselves, and how what we say to ourselves becomes our reality. You know, the more that we tell ourselves, I'm broke, I'm always in pain, I'm unhappy, I'm depressed, I hate my job. Those things, the more you tell yourself, the more your body responds. Because the more that we use a particular word, the more that our body recognizes that word and then makes that come into effect. So it's kind of like a hypochondriac, which is somebody who, um, kind of in my own words here, that they convince themselves that they're sick to the point where they actually get sick. Your mind is so, so, so powerful. It's really important to watch what you say and think because those thoughts 
can become your reality. So we have to shift our thinking into a more positive, loving state of mind. That's how we bring those things in. So when I was mentioning being aware of how you go about your day, I want to just remind you guys that wake up in the morning and and set your intention. My day is going to be great. I'm going to have such a good day and no matter what happens, I'm going to overcome challenges. I'm going to set my boundaries. I'm going to say no to whatever situations I know I can't handle in a professional manner if I need to. With friends, I will let them know whether I can or can't do XYZ thing if it's some something that I truly don't want to do because that comes through. If you truly don't really want to do something, that will come through. Your friends will notice that. And in the end, like, what who really wants to hang around a friend that really doesn't want to be there so take that time to yourself take that step back start to wonder what am i telling myself what's the story that i'm telling myself and is it the right story you know do i is this healthy is this the life that i want to create for myself now i know these past couple episodes have been more serious more heavy but the reason why i want to do though these particular episodes is because we're closing out 2019. And I had posted on my Twitter, I don't want to go into 2020 working to become the person that I want to be. I want to start 2020 already doing those things. So I'm hoping that as you guys listen to this, that it resonates with you, that it kind of makes sense. And if it doesn't, and you're already doing these things, congratulations, pass this to your friends. If you start to notice that, you know, oh, hey, that right there was a lack of boundary. Maybe explaining that to them, maybe suggesting that they listen to this because as we get into 2020, we're seeing things clearly. We're making the right steps forward. 2019 was an eye-opener for me. I learned so much this year. I grew so much as a person in my confidence and the way that I handle my everyday uh, situations with friends, family, coworkers, and now I'm finally in a position that I I'm happy with who I am. I'm happy with where I'm going, and 2020 is that much more exciting because of that. So instead of setting res- resolutions for, hey, at the beginning of 2020, this is what I'm going to start doing. Start doing that thing now. That way, you go into 2020 even more empowered that you're on the right track. You guys can do it. I know you can. All right. So um, for my for my gay boys, gay girls out there, <laughs> if you uh, listen to or watch RuPaul, I know my cousin Tiffany watches it and she's straight. So, hey, <laughs> anybody can watch RuPaul. But RuPaul's Drag Race. RuPaul says, if you don't love yourself, how in the hell you going to love somebody else? And as much as that's like a sign-off, um, It's so fucking true because if you can't love yourself and just be in the moment with yourself alone, how can you ever give the right love to somebody else? You can't. You'll fail them. You'll fail yourself. The relationship won't flow as best as it can. It really won't. It's a disservice to them and yourself. You have to learn to love yourself. You have to start using social media as a resource 
because that's what it can be. The internet is such a disgusting place, but it's also such a beautiful place too, if you make it that. Just like our reality, our lives, it can be so depressing, so difficult. Life can be happening to you, but when you start to love yourself, life will happen for you, and life will come from you. So my biggest steps towards self-love are when I realized it deals a lot with how I talk to myself, what I do in my free time, and that level of respect I show myself with the boundaries that I set for the people I interact with. So think about that. You know, it's it's realizing it isn't just setting boundaries with the people around me, but really what I'm spending my energy on. Is is watching Big Mouth on Netflix <laughs> really the best thing for me? As as much as, you know, there's pretty, really deep lessons within those episodes Maybe I should start watching videos on meditation. You know, that's what helps me go to sleep. That's what I listen to as I'm getting ready in the morning that help me prepare for a better mindset and mood for the day. Choosing to put better things into my spirit, my soul, and what I'm uh, interacting with. We got to protect this vessel that carries our souls by choosing to choose positive thinking in those moments where we just want to tell ourselves that we're not good enough. We are good enough. We just got to work to become better. And it's a constant struggle. It's a constant battle. And it's going to be uncomfortable. But hey, the universe, God, what, whatever, it, the universe recognizes it. You put yourself in challenging, uncomfortable positions, it rewards you. And if it doesn't, you keep fucking fighting because there will be a reward. If you don't and you just keep in that same comfortable position, the same routine, nothing will change. You'll get in a rut. Things will become stagnant for you. And that's boring. Challenge yourself. You get one shot at life. This is your one experience. Enjoy it. Challenge yourself. Put yourself in that uncomfortable position. Speak your mind. Speak your truth. I'm going to say one last quote here from Create the Love Instagram. Do the hard thing. Have the scary conversation. Choose the uncertain future. Take the risk. Be yourself. Speak your mind and share your soul. Because when you do the hard thing, when you're able to stand up and count on yourself, even when you don't want to and don't feel like it. When you're able to know who you truly are in the trying times, something magical happens. And that magical thing is real life. I love that. These past couple of days, I've been saying to let your light shine bright. And it's a, it's a theme that I, I come across a lot in spiritual leaders and, and people that have those, those types of YouTube pages. But it. Think, I like to think about it like that. When we're passionate, when we're in our true selves, when we really truly love ourselves and we're giving ourselves 100%, our light shines bright through our passions. And the darkness is attracted to it. It'll try to snuff out your light. It'll try to dim your light. But that's what life is all about. It's about those struggles, those trials that we go through and how we decide to come out on the other end. You know, are we going to choose to let our light get dimmed? Or are we going to shine even brighter and step up and smile in those trying times? 
Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, listen to this. It, it means so much to me. And it would also mean the world if you wanted to show your support for the podcast, if you could just leave me a rating, a review, and share this with your friends or family. And also, you know, if you want to share your thoughts with me, if you want to give me your feedback, feel free to hit me up on the social medias. I'll be talking with you all soon. There's definitely going to be episodes coming out, especially in the new year. But again, thank you so much for listening and love and good vibes, my boozers. (laughs) Take care, guys.